We are uh, continuing on. Last week we took a little uh, uh, break, not from Bovavi, but uh, what we thought we were doing in Bovavi. We moved on to Hanukkah. Now let's go back into uh, Chelek Beis. And we are up to chapter 14 in the, uh, in the second Chelek. And Bovavi entitles uh, this paragraph, Tzuras Hasogas Kervas Hashem Chushis, the way to uh, achieve a very close feeling of uh, a close feeling towards Hashem, this is called going from strength to strength. So, what does this mean? So, the Bovavi begins as follows He says, Gimel Madregais Bitfila. There's three levels when it comes to prayer. Okay? What are the three levels when it comes to prayer? Level number one. There's a level of praying which I, I pray for what I need personally. Something I, you know, my own needs. Requests for personal needs. Parnasa, livelihood. Refua, health. Be good. Clothing. Okay. Hasheni. A second level of prayer. When a person recognizes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who removed what you need from, from him, removed the livelihood, removed the health. And therefore, if Hashem is the one who removed it, I got to go back to that place to get it back. The place to get it back is to go back to the Rebbe This understanding that the only place to go to to get it back is the Rebbe this is a means for, for instilling emuna in, in the person about the extreme hashkacha pratis of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So again, there's level one just davening for it. Level two is noticing that the only address to get it from is the place that took it. Bashlishi, the third level of tefillah, Shuhu Agvaya Mikulam, which is the highest level of all. Etzim Adiburim Bariel. It's just to be in an intimate conversation with the Creator of the world. As if Hashem kisses me with, with the kiss of the mouth because the, the love of Hashem is greater than, than all the wine and all the pleasures uh, that, that exist in the world. And this is really where Maishu Rabbeinu was constantly. Maishu Rabbeinu, Namar by Moshe Rabbeinu it says, mouth to mouth I speak to him. Umar Yeah, so it says that Hashem speaks to Hakadosh Baruch Hu with no, um, no like parables, nothing that needs to be figured out. It's just very clear in a very uh, in a very clear way. The Moshe Rabbeinu had this connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and th- this connection is, is really a tefillah dikah connection, right? Tefillah, we really have to change it from our minds, <coughs> from being like the English word prayer, and we have to instill the word closeness. When a person is close to the Rabbi Hashem, that's, that's tefillah. That's, it's being one with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You say Ra'al and more than this, we find the words of Chazal, any Tamil Chacham that learns Torah by himself, 
Okay, the person that a person learns with sincerity. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Yosef connected with Karvish Anim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Biyir Chavrusa. Shenamar Neichach Pnei Hashem. As it says, Neichach Pnei Hashem. Hashem is is literally opposite the face of Hashem when a person learns. Umar Loi Bechidus. Okay, Neich Pnei Hashem. I skipped a line. I'm sorry. Va'ay Darshu Chazal and Chazal make a drasha ala pasuk Hashem Tzilchal Yad Minacha. What does it mean that Hashem is my shadow? What does that mean? Ma tzilcha, just like your shadow, if you smile at your shadow, it smiles back at you. And if you cry at your shadow, your shadow cries back at you. And if you, let's say, you, you give off something, uh, uh, an impression of being sad, or impression of being nice, your shadow will respond the same. So too it is with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Kach. So too it is. Af Hakadosh Baruch Hu Tzilcha. Kishem Shata Hayva Imay. Kachu Hayva Imach. The the way that we accord the relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's how he he responds. Uh, he responds to us. So Hashem Tzilcha. What does it mean that Hashem is my shadow? Pirushai. This explanation is. I started with however I appear to Hashem, that's how Hashem appears to me. And this is a fascinating psychology because it's very true in general in psychology that we generally reflect, and this is the only way for people to really function, is we can't really understand, forget trying to understand myself, forget trying to understand somebody else, no chance that we're understanding HaKadosh Baruch but very often when we try to understand somebody else, it's just a mere reflection of what I would do if I was, what I would do if I was in that person's situation. That's all I can fathom. I can't imagine that the person has any other calculations because I push it. I've just simply never been exposed to that, uh, uh, to that possibility. Okay? So, And if a person has... The, the approach of a mouth. If I'm mamish with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, guess what? If I'm mamish speaking mouth to mouth with Hashem, with an intimate closeness, an intimate conversation, if I do that, Hashem will be there for the intimate conversation, because Hashem tzilcha. Moshe Rabbeinu brought himself to a place where it's not like he got Hashem to do it. He brought himself to a place and Mamela just happens to be that since Hashem's my shadow, he's there in the conversation in that intimate, highest level, intimate setting possible. Not that we're going to reach the level of Moshe no, no other prophet will ever reach that level of Moshe. Each of us have a little of a Moshe Rabbeinu inside of us. Right? There's a little bit of a Moshe Rabbeinu in me. There's an aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu and to, to look at, to strive for, to learn from. And therefore I could tap in, in my place, in my space, in my time, in, in, in my MS, with my Moshe Rabbeinu Dika approach, that I, I can also uh, accomplish that, uh, that to, uh, of, of tefillah to a certain extent. And therefore, the greater ability that a person uses to speak to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, this allows for, for the mamish the greatest. And as we've expounded upon Shabbat in a general fashion, 
tzuras nibur. As we explained, th- there's really two tzuras of speech. There's two shapes of speech. There's two forms of speech. Meaning, there's a speech which comes from crying out. It's, it's a speech that comes from, from a, a very narrow and distressed place. Minikudas hafra primis from from a place that mamish it's so it's so inside of me, it's so inside of me. Then there's another type of speech which is not with the deepest and in, in places, but like a man speaks to his friend. The same way we speak amongst our house to other people. Very simple way. It's not like coming from the deepest recesses of my fibers, the deepest places. It's the same way I talk to you, the same way I talk to uh, anybody else who lives in my house, the same way I talk to somebody who's in shul, somebody in the in the store. I talk to others barkers, the pasha to think. It's a simple thing. It's a, it's a, it, it's a way of life. Okay, I, I just went back a line. Who chash? A person feels shabari oylem nimsel yaday. The bunch of oylem's mamish with him. Who medaberitay? And I have what to speak with. If you're in front of me, I can have a conversation with you. The bunch of in front of me, I can have a conversation with him. Which, if you think about it, if you think about it, it's worthwhile trying to learn the skills of conversing. See, some people just are off and, and they have a tough time making conversation with others. If I'm that type of person. I should try to notice whether that's also impacting my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch It's very possible that that inability to articulate or to open up a conversation is also stunting me in my ability to really express myself and open up conversations and, and converse with HaKadosh Baruch and once I start conversing, it's with a, it's as if you Rabban Shalom is not as if it's because I got this baruch. I'm not having conversation. And what's incredible is when you talk to somebody. Sometimes they're on their phone. They're checking their phone. They're checking their watch. Checking this. Checking that. The Rabban Shalom is never too busy for me. He's not. He's not like. I'm involved in something else, and therefore I could be here ninety percent, but the final ten uh, percent I'm not here. It's nishtazai. However present I am, that's how present Hakadosh Baruch Hu is. However effective I am, however articulate I am, however uh, bound I am to being and having amuna and being and and being one with Hashem, that's what's going to show up to the table for that conversation. Kefisha biyarnu. As we explain, this is the really the uh, level and the essence of what a Shemayin Esrei is. And that's why we whisper it, like we said before. Right? We say it quietly. In a very quiet voice. Because I'm having an intimate conversation with somebody else. There's not a place to be shouting and screaming and singing. It's just, it, it's just in, a, in a quiet way. We're in an intimate setting. Right? You go to a, a quiet lounge. You go to a place. You go to a library. You're talking to somebody. You can have very important conversations, very relaxed conversations, deep conversations. It has to be called the mamadaka. It has to be done in a very, in a very intimate and uh, and quiet way. Because when a, when a person screams, like we explained before, 
I, I scream because it's kind of that that means I'm I'm sensing and I'm feeling Shakadish Barhu Kabiyahu Rahman. And why do I need to scream? Shashem's far from me. That's why I need to scream. When a person speaks in a way like we speak to our friend, he's standing right next to him. This is the point that we've been saying. This is like, says the Bovavi, a little bit of a recap on the 13th parak as we begin the 14th, as well as, you know, an introduction to what we're going to be uh, focusing on. And now, Nimshachallah, we will uh, will continue on. Now that he's explained to us what the background setting needs to be for Shemayin Esrei, what Bovavi is going to do next is teach us how to have a Shemayin Esrei. What is a Shemayin what, what does that setting look like? What does that setting feel like? What is what? How are we supposed to prepare for it? So depending on what it's supposed to be, you know how to prepare. So now that we explain the essence of what we're trying to accomplish with a real personal, conversational uh, tefillah, not a, a crying out tefillah, but a, 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 a intimate tefillah. When that we're one with, so Bez Hashem in coming weeks will continue to uh, develop this nikuda, this idea of what exactly a, a Shemayin Esrei is, how it's developed, what are the various parts of davening prior to Shemayin Esrei, how does it help, how does it help me Get to a Shemayin Esrei because again the essence is to get to that intimate place. That's what a Shemayin Esrei is, which is why it's the highest pinnacle of Tefillah, because it really leads to the one-on-one, uh, one-on-one conversation. Okay, that's uh, we'll hold it here for this week, and uh, Bez Hashem, we will uh, we'll pick up from here and get a, a good head start uh, into the fourteenth parak um, with uh, with the next shtickle uh, next Thursday night. Hopefully from Yerushalayim. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos, everybody.